Trinity. It's me, Neo. I'm from the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> the film. Yeah. I'm from the film The Matrix. So, Bubba Hotep. <laughs> yeah. And you alright? Yeah, I'm alright. Huh. Hmm. Yep. Alright, Andy? Oh, it's so I hate it. It's so awkward. It's, <laughs> it makes cracks. me cringe. She cracks. Yes. That's why I can't watch the, the US office. <laughs> I watched one episode and I was like, no, it is too much. I hate it. I can't. It's too cringy. Can't deal with it. Uh, welcome to episode 73. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Welcome to episode 73 of the Unusual Suspects podcast. Uh, how are you guys? What? Shut the yeah, fuck up. Right. How are you guys? Say properly. <laughs> I'm wonderful. Thank you, Dan. How are Great. you? Great. Energy. Yes. Fantastic. We're nearing the end of the year and we're fucking knackered, everyone. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Literally said to Dan off air that I can't wait for it to be the Christmas holidays so I can disappear into my house and not have to deal with anyone. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's the Christmas spirit this time Lucky of year. You. I've got to oh, actually yeah. do Christmas this year. I'd normally avoid Ooh. it as much as possible. Yeah. Are you cooking? Listen, that's because he's got a baby. No, he's no, got to no, show no. it off to people. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to There's... call Milo it. There's going to be decorations in the house for the first time in probably three oh, years. It's because there's a lady in your house. Yeah, he loves Christmas. Wait, so. whoa, 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 what? whoa, whoa. You didn't put decorations up for three years? No. No. But yet you put like Hawaiian shit everywhere <laughs> for a good long time. Yeah, that's, that's funny. I remember. I'll tell you why. It's because if, if I put it up, I've then got to take it down again. And I'll forget. So by the time I'm taking it down, it'll be March. And then I might as well just leave it up for the whole yeah. year. So what I do is I just don't fucking bother. Not even a little tree. Saves saves the hassle. No, no. no tree. Lights? Any, like, fairy lights? Nice no little lights. fairy lights going no. on? I have fairy no. lights all year round. In my yeah, I still bedroom. have my Christmas lights on. They're not Christmas exactly lights, though. They're mean. fairy lights. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. You've proved my point. Dan has left his Christmas lights up because he's yeah. fucking lazy because it's effort to take them down. So don't bother putting them up and you don't have to worry about it. I like them. They add a bit of je ne, je ne sais quoi to the room. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Fucking hell, Jinx. That's a bad sign. To be honest, when I was told I might be moving mid-December, I'm like, I'm excited because hopefully I'll have the time off work to move and whatever, but I was like, fuck, I don't want to buy a Christmas tree. I don't want a Christmas tree. Just don't bother. It's so much easier. Not even just like a little, like what I've got, like a little tiny, like... Not, I was going to say three inch. <laughs> <laughs> three inch Christmas three, tree. Three foot. Three or fuck. Three, three foot. foot. Here's what you should do, Pam. 
And I've thought about doing this <laughs> when I've really been hassled by getting a tree. Here's what mm. you should do. Pop yourself to a garage or a petrol station. Get yourself a magic tree air freshener. A little bit of Tippex <laughs> for baubles. Hang that up. Yeah. Done. I feel like I'd get like a little, you know, the ones that go on like a table. So what are they? Like a foot with some, with some lights on it. Maybe. I kind of like sure. Christmas, like, well, like fairy lights and stuff, but I just don't. We have two Christmas trees in our house as well. We have a massive yeah. one and then we have, my mum started with a nice tree and then like a novelty tree with all these weird ornaments that she got from like America and a bunch of places. And then we got so many, they just took over onto the big tree. <laughs> like we've got like a Budweiser can <coughs> and a singing Kermit the Frog, a Michonne from The Walking Dead. No, and that's weird. Uh, you know, None of those are famous. <laughs> America makes some weird... I think we've got a flamingo. The Kermit the Frog one's good, Andy. You'd hate it because you press it and it sings a song. Yeah, it does sound annoying. Like, my mum likes to have a big Christmas tree in the hallway, which is about, like, 10, 12 foot tall. And one year they just were like, well, how big? And she was like, yeah, that'll do. And I got home and she's got this, like, 14, 15 foot tree and she's, like, hacking the bottom of it off because it won't fit in the hallway. <laughs> like, she's got a hacksaw. <laughs> She's cutting bits off of it. Just the thought of your mum trying to <laughs> smash down a Christmas tree with an axe because she got it too big is one of the greatest things I've ever thought of today. Yeah, it's amazing. I've got pictures somewhere. I'll try and find them. <laughs> if only for Check your own Instagrams later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, before I get into my main segments, I saw Dune. Mm. Oh, you finally you did. You finally managed. I finally managed to Do you want to talk about the experience for the first time? Oh, fucking hell. Um, so, I was going to see Dune two, uh, two weeks ago when this podcast came out. So, episode 71, I think, around about that time. I think I even said on episode 71, I'm going to see it this week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty certain I said that it. That was your first mistake. Yeah, very excited. I was going to see it. Uh, not in uh, local cinema because I had to go see my other half who is in Southampton. So I had to drive to Southampton. Drove to Southampton. The car starts smoking. <laughs> <laughs> and not in a cool way. In a, no. Not in a cool oh, way. No. no, I'm talking M27. Uh, Andy knows that, might we? M27, yeah. just past Portsmouth. Fuck loads of cars on a Saturday, middle of the day. Everyone's fucking beeping me because the fucking smoke's coming out the back. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm trying to get to the hard shoulder, but there's four lanes across. I'm panicking. And yeah, the car, uh, fucking oil leak or something. I, I couldn't care less at this point. Um, and I paid 30 quid for uh, IMAX tickets. And I never got to go it was to 30, it, Was it not 30 quid each or 30 quid in total? It's 30 quid together. It was 30 quid together, but it was... Um, but he also ordered popcorn, like pre-ordered yeah, popcorn and pre-ordered popcorn yes. and stuff. So spent another 30 quid on snacks. The Odeon allows you very handily, <laughs> I, I thought. You will never do I that again book, now, just in case. I am never... I, di I didn't do it the second time when I went to fucking book tickets again. But yeah, the old Odeon very handily allows you to pre-book your popcorn and drink. Uh, I don't think for a discount, it just allows you to go up to a check, a different checkout and just go, yeah, can I have my popcorn and drink now? And saves five seconds. <laughs> Probably. I so rather than, hi, can I have a large popcorn? It's like, hi, can I have my large popcorn that I pre-ordered? Yeah. yeah, you've still got it's a queue because other people will have also pre-ordered it. So really, it saves no time at all. 
I don't know if they have it ready. That's the thing. I didn't know if they had it ready or if it was a case of, I, I bet you get there and it's just like, they just literally grab a fucking, you know, popcorn thing and just fill it up and they don't have it ready. And it's just, yeah, I've got scammed by Odin. <laughs> Sorry, Odin. So I, I couldn't see Dune. I was devastated. My car was a wreck. And I had a fucking terrible two weeks trying to get it fixed. Got it fixed. I saw Dune and I like it. Don't love it. Oh, don't love it, but I I like it, and it's very much a film for people who who don't like you know cliffhangers or definitely this is definitely going to have a part two to it because this film very much says come back for part two because yeah. that's when it kind of gets a bit more interesting. I love films that are like the part one's boring and then you have to watch the second part. Sounds great. Yeah, like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Or yeah. according to Dan, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Sure. <laughs> it it did have that kind of, weirdly, it had that kind of sci-fi Lord of Rings feel throughout the whole thing. It does feel like this one is the film where they're walking a lot and they're just planning things out, you know? Fucking hell. And it's like, we Who need- <laughs> gave directors the fucking free reign to do this shit? What happened to putting all your shit in a movie and then if you've got more shit, you put in a sequel? Not fucking six you hours of walking or exposition and then all the good oh. stuff's in the second. No, no. Well, they did the say audacity. That this, they've always said that this is a film that could never be made because it's technically too, too difficult. That's yes. like Game of Thrones, wasn't it? He They wanted him to make that into um, to movies way before Lord of the Rings. And he was like, no, it's too much. And even yeah. if you did it, Lord of the Rings, it still would have been too much. But yeah, it, 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 it was good. It was good. For, like visually, it is insane like it's one of the best looking fucking films i've seen in a long time it's just it's it's the same what happened with blade run 2049 when i saw that my eyes just went oh my fucking god i was gonna um, ask what the comparison was between that and 2049 because i know that is one of your top tier films i mean there's a desert <laughs> in this one there's lots of sand i meant more visually and like was it stimulating and stuff as opposed to yeah, tell yeah, me yeah. the same stuff are there robots is it fucking desert is ryan gosling a sad boy do you know what i mean yeah i yeah sure um <laughs> yeah it, it, it's it's very like the highlight for me was the visuals of it it's a sandworm that's the only bit i know about timothy chalamet and a sandworm it's genuinely, if, especially if you saw this on an IMAX, it is genuinely terrifying to watch this fucking sandworm. Like, it's not even like horror. It's just, you don't see it, like, you you don't see it till like a very precise moment. You just kind of see like it going through the sand and yeah. the sand floating up. But you know, the, the scale, of, like the way they've done the scale of it is just fucking mental. But it sounds a lot like evolution. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't does compare it, it to Evelyn. Yeah, that was a big worm in that. They killed it with head and shoulders, didn't they? Yeah. Yes, they did kill it with head the and shoulders. The sandworms in Beetlejuice as well. Should we go with that too? Is that the same? Yeah, it's great. Uh, Acting's great. Timothy was great. He's um, he's kind of the star of the show. People were expecting, like, I guess Jason Momoa to be... He's the star of my show. Yeah, I mean, he was the star of my other half's show. She just wanted him on screen half the time, so that was fine. It's really difficult to get people to watch this film because they did a good job of explain the dune universe is fucking complex and it is really really like 
a lot of lot of questions more than answers, especially in this film. So if if people were going to see it for the first time because they heard about it and it was one that was delayed for fucking what two years at this point now, you're gonna have to have your thinking hat on and just keep that in mind because it's it's really 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 complex, different type of world. I don't know gravity or like pain or how humans mm-hmm. interact with one another is different to what you kind of real. Uh, than what you kind of expect, I guess. But it feels like a big scale sci-fi adventure. And I'm I'm happy at this point, because the news came out, that the sequel is confirmed and it did well in the box office. So they said, yes, you can make a sequel. So that's really cool. And I was a bit worried that, that it wasn't going to happen because pandemic and stuff and a lot of films kind of had struggled a little bit during the pandemic a bit so i'm fairly certain and you might know this but i'm fairly certain that when the original like 1984 version came out because the universe is so dense it came is that the one with sting in it i think it might be yeah Yeah. it came with uh an informational leaflet to explain the universe wow you're right yeah i think in the cinema i think they Hmm. I think they handed them out, and I remember did, yeah, yeah. something similar reading. Yeah, um, that yeah, that's how fucking. <laughs> and I think they did. They put. I mean, that original Doom one is not very good, but like it, it, that one struggled a lot as well, trying to explain a lot of things, and it didn't really particularly do it right. I would say. Um, but I, I feel like this one, it's like if you know Denny Villeneuve films and you've seen Arrival and you've seen Blade Runner and you know the kind of films he makes then and you like those kind of films, you'll like this. It's just it is a lot to take in because it is a fucking complex world to to explain, especially in one film. And it's two hours and a half. And I felt like I still had, you know, a lot of questions and a lot of things and it was just a lot to take in. But um, it's great. It's great. I'm just imagining it, imagining it as that episode with Timothy Oliphant of The Mandalorian. That kind of had a big worm in the desert too. That's what it looks like in my it this a big movie. Worm in the... Yeah, oh, it's got the wrong Timothy see? in it for me. I think I'll stick with The Mandalorian. I think it's missed the boat. The Mandalorian's already done big worm in the desert. If you want a sci-fi Game of Thrones kind of feel film, go watch it. It's great. Anyway, um, I've been delving into... Um, a film, a series, a franchise, if you will. A lot of love for it. Some people, not so much. Um, but there is a particular film coming out this month, or in December, whenever this fucking episode comes out. I think it's in December. <laughs> Probably. Um, the many, a couple of people are quite interested in, because it is a return to said franchise. I am, of course, talking about The Matrix. No. The young people that traverse space and time in their sunglasses. Uh, yeah, The Matrix uh, Resurrections. Resurrections, yeah. Uh, there's been so many, I forgot how many, the Reloaded uh, Revolutions, and that's it. And that Return of the Matrix. <laughs> Matrix Return of Red the Matrix. Pill. Red Pill. <laughs> um, it's coming out on Christmas Eve, if people don't know. Really? That seems odd. I don't know if it's because it's Warner Brothers. I don't know if it's straight to what would Warner Brothers be on if it's on streaming. That's the thing. I don't really know. Like it, it can't come out on Christmas Eve on cinemas, right? Unless they know it's shit and they're like, if we release it on Christmas Eve, we can blame it on Penny, Christmas. Shut up! Stop being a negative Nancy about it. Right? <laughs> Just fucking stop. Right? 
I'm trying to think of why it would be Christmas Eve. It's not unusual. A lot of things get released on Christmas Eve. I don't know about it, like how how that's going to play out in terms of um, their profit. But either way, it's not what we're here. It's not what I'm here to talk about. How do you guys? Are you guys? Let me ask this question first before going. Are you guys fans of the Matrix? You know, I've never seen any of them. Right, you haven't seen any of them, so (laughs) this is fucking redundant for you. Okay, Penny, would you possibly be interested in? seeing or, or watching the matrix trilogy uh, and maybe seeing the new film when it comes out no and why is that maybe the first one i don't really like sci-fi it's not it's not my thing okay i, uh, <clears throat> I imagine you'd enjoy the first one the second yeah. one you'd enjoy aspects third one you'd be so fucking bored yeah i would probably if like i wouldn't put it on but like if you guys came around and were like we're gonna watch the matrix i'm like yeah okay i'll watch it um i don't really want to seek it out on my own accord <laughs> uh, i've seen them all numerous times the first one is genuinely i'm gonna say groundbreaking because i think it was it mm. obviously influenced a lot yeah. of films afterwards especially slow motion bullets yeah second one had a lot a lot bullet of time then um, <laughs> just bullets moving really slowly slow motion bullets <laughs> oh easy to dodge these ones the second one had some really good set pieces but then it sort of believe the hype its own hype and the third one is one of the most boring films i have ever seen in my life it's so fucking wordy and they build up to this whole fucking payoff at the end that then just falls flat because of bad cgi sure i'm gonna dance around spoilers because i know a lot of people maybe haven't seen it and they're gonna watch and see this one so but i agree with you I do think it's silly, especially the fucking ends throughout this whole... Like, when it came out, it was huge. Like, The Matrix was fucking massive, especially when the second one, Reloaded, came out because of the hype of the first one. Yeah, I feel like as it went on, it just did start to get worse and worse and worse. And it just... I don't know if they really planned to make... Maybe just cashed in the hype and they really didn't plan to make three films, like, from the get-go, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know if they did, because the first one is... Like the first one is is good enough to stand on its own. You can watch it as a standalone, yeah. and then mm. the other two just sort of push it too far and try and be too clever and complicated. The thing about the first one is is um, Keanu Reeves. If people don't know, starring Keanu Reeves as Neo or Mr. Anderson. I think the thing the appeal of the first one is is that whole I call it the Karate Kid experience, <laughs> where he he's learning like the he's learning what we're learning like that he's learning the matrix he's learning his like his destiny and learning mm. like uh you get introduced to agent smith and you get introduced to morpheus and penny's doing weird hand movements that was me trying to go backwards but my chair's too big i was trying to dodge the bullets great <laughs> um and then the second and third film is like well we've already seen his coming of age kind of story and now it's just a bit of like shoot shoot bang bang for a bit i have a question sure you do it's a bit of a spoiler did he take the red pill or the blue pill i actually don't know i don't know what either of them do but just tell me which color what do you think the blue pill does i don't know anything about it isn't isn't (laughs) i have isn't he it doesn't one isn't he in a simulation this is all things i've tried to vaguely pick up from no this is a good thing what is he what do you think the what the film is? I love that I'm going from fucking the Clerks cartoon, uh, Adam and Joe, and some other random <laughs> pop culture I must have picked up over this. Is he in a simulation and 
Lawrence Fishburne offers him a pill and one of them means he wakes up. Does he at one point wake up like in jelly in egg, like those little alien things you used to get? <laughs> like a kinder egg. Yeah. yeah. I got that from, like the, space from, the Cle- yeah, from the Clerks cartoon. Thank you, Kevin Smith. Yeah, so I'm assuming he doesn't know he's in a simulation. Lawrence Fishburne tells him he's in a simulation and the pills mean he can wake up or not. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much. See, I don't need to watch yeah. it. This is how I know stuff about Friends and Harry Potter without watching it. The blue pill returns into his life without him ever being aware of, like, the Oh, he picks the, the red one then. And the red pill, which is the one he takes, um, allows him to see past the Matrix and takes him out of that universe and shows him how deep the rabbit hole goes. Oh, which one would uh-huh. you take? Oh, red pill. The fucking blue pill. See. Fuck that shit. Why? <laughs> you just want to go back to your fucking job? Ignorance is bliss, isn't it? Yeah. You don't want to learn the secrets of the fucking universe and everything. Oh God, you just no. want to go... Blue pill. No, because no, having seen the rest of that franchise, it's so fucking bleak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, without knowing... Oh, fine. Whatever. Woman in the red dress. <laughs> if I have the blue pill, I can still see the woman in the red dress. But he should have given him a warning. The red pill does... You know, the blue pill lets you live a normal life as you are now. The red pill fucks you up and you see some shit that you don't want to see. And you get attacked by fucking things that are, I'm, I'm being really careful with spoilers machines yeah fucking robots yeah. but steak yeah. tastes like chicken and chicken tastes like steak in the matrix is that <laughs> yeah, a thing that is true yeah it's it there's a certain scene in it that references i don't want to go too much into it but yeah there there's like you know if you were living in simulation and you were eating like food that food is kind of programmed to taste like a certain yeah. you know chicken or steak or whatever but you could reprogram it to be you know i could make everything taste like cheese outside of the matrix though pen once you're out with the matrix everything tastes like nothing (laughs) oh no like for no other reason than that i don't want that you could have the best steak ever every time in the matrix every time that's the thing but i don't even think it's solid food like it just seems to be fucking gloop it is gloop, isn't it? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Like shit porridge. And I don't like porridge. <laughs> Ooh, imagine shit porridge. Don't imagine it. It's gross. No, don't imagine it. But anyway, yeah, so that film is coming out. And um, so what I decided to do is um, I got in contact with, uh, as you know, you've met my friends from Hollywood and a couple of, you know, uh, about 10 episodes or so ago. Don't worry, they're not coming back. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> I know gosh. you're worried. Right? I'm excited for Timothy back. to come back. Is this going to be a Matrix quiz? Because I'm feeling confident. No, no. Just something else. Um, so, through my friends of Hollywood, I have obtained, if you will, part of the script of the <laughs> new Matrix film that is coming out. And this is a world, like, ladies and gentlemen, wow. that I'm very very fucking serious now this is real serious i you know i'll get cease and desist on our ass if we don't this is this has been legitimately cleared with warner brothers <laughs> and keanu himself and Wish keanu was here. The, the script is just a short script of a scene it's not really spoilers but there is part spoilers in it and stuff like that so i will warn you now you may it may ruin your experience with the new film and stuff like that however <laughs> When I obtained this script, it was somewhat incomplete. It was like in a third draft, maybe fourth draft or something like that. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like the yeah. final mm-hmm. version, but yeah. it is very, very close to the actual version itself. Sure. sure. So what you're saying is if there's subject to change between now and when it's released, 
It's just because there's been another draft. Well, what I thought we could do, Andy, as a team, we could um, we we could fill in and uh, see bank. if we can see if we can um, you know, come up with uh, what we think is going to happen for the audience. No, they have no. <laughs> Penny's put on fucking sunglasses. <laughs> I'm ready to traverse time and space. I've got my sunglasses right. on. Right. The thing about it is, uh, I we we don't have enough time to go through the whole entire thing and write rewrite script. So I'm going to do a very fast way, and I'm going to get these two to give me certain. I, I'm just going to ask for a noun, and maybe a verb. Oh, it's Mad Libs. Maybe an adverb. Mad Libs. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a place. Whatever it might be. <laughs> And I'll just fill in the blanks really quickly and we'll see where we get with that. I can't see anything. It's eight o'clock at night. So listeners, the next edit you're going to hear is a very short supercut of what I've been asking them. You're not going to hear everything to not spoil the surprises and stuff, but you'll hear a slight supercut of what I've been asking them. And when we come back, we're going to go through the script. And yes, these two are going to play as certain characters. <laughs> and so am I. a year please 1987 give me a verb a doing word thanks pen <laughs> meant for the listeners what squeegee 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 it's the name of a thing it's like a sponge do you not know what a squeegee is a noun that is a, a noun. thing that is what a is noun a squeegee it's a squeegee it's a like you a know sponge. how you clean windows is that the name of it yeah, yeah it's called a squeegee just blown Dan's mind. Do you not have one for your shower? How are you spelling that? S Q U I D G E I think. No, that's squidgy. Oh, that is squidgy. Give me a question. Why? That's so stupid. Oh, God. Tell me a fact. A fact? There are more plastic flamingos in America than there are real ones. Oh, that is a good fact. Yeah. That's a my great favorites. fact. Uh, my other favourite one. Well, it's not my favourite because it's sad, but if an octopus gets really depressed, it'll eat itself. <laughs> that might be I better. Le- wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that might be better. <laughs> Put that one in. Wait, wait, wait. So, uh, I um, learned that when I was about eight and I've never forgotten it. Carphone warehouse. Oh, I was thinking of Woolworths. It was either going to be that or DFS. (laughs) (laughs) And we are back. (laughs) Um, We have discussed, we have um, uh, for many hours uh, come up with this final scene, maybe possibly the final scene of The Matrix, uh, Mm. uh, a scene that we, that was very nicely given to myself and uh we're all gonna i guess we're all gonna play uh the characters in this um so if it's okay with you guys i would like to be the narrator in this makes sense uh, and possibly neo <laughs> and if penny could be trinity yep do you know who trinity is <laughs> she's the lady with the black hair and the sunglasses i assume Carrie Fishburne. yeah no carrie um, moss Carrie Fishburne. Oh, I thought you said Carrie Fishburne. We were getting no, very no, confused. didn't. No, I got mixed up with Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Combine them into one. <laughs> I can be Carrie Fishburne. I imagine Carrie Fishburne to be Lawrence Fishburne, but with Princess Leia 
buns. Mm. Sure, why not? Let's. That could be a character in the script. We don't know. <laughs> and um, and if you could play Agent Smith, please. Yeah, I can play Agent Smith. Let's see how this uh, how this fucking plays out. Why not? The year <laughs> is, is 1987. <laughs> For some reason, the year is 1987. Exterior shot. Safeway. <laughs> Neo, not in the Matrix, but in the real world, walks into Safeway. Neo with his old, tired, Keanu Reeves looking face. Just wants his morning coke. He stares at the counter, and he sees a somewhat familiar face. A slight tremble in his voice as he speaks. Trinity? I'm sorry. Do I know you? Neo, quite taken back by her answer, produces the following. Trinity, it's me, Neo. I'm from the Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) The film. Yeah. I'm from the film The Matrix. <laughs> She's like me, she didn't see it. I'm sorry, you must have mistaken me with someone else. But before Neo can further question <laughs> This is so stupid. But before Neo can further question her, she says I'm sorry, I'm really busy. I need to hammer a squeegee. <laughs> Which I learned today is something. <laughs> I didn't know what a squeegee was, everyone. No one will know. Neo sits down, he looks at the window. He's been questioning a lot of things recently. The other day, he saw a platypus jogging. (laughs) (laughs) He found it very confusing at first, but then- I would. just Just as he was remembering that, he got a phone call from Jeremiah, who wanted to know why- <laughs> so dumb. And now this woman that he truly believes he has met before is now working at Safeway. All of a sudden, a man with slick back hair and sunglasses walks through Safeway. Agent Smith. Yes, Mr. Anderson, it is I. I have come back from the quantum flusher of the Matrix <laughs> to let you know that if an octopus gets really depressed, it will eat itself. Neo looks confused. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> but why? Well, it's quite simple, really. I hate this place, this smell, the noise. I want to see it burn to the ground. And all I ask... All I ask of you is to listen to me robustly. <laughs> Before Neo could say anything, Trinity has come back from hammering a squeegee. <laughs> <laughs> she, stares, she stares at the two men across the room and freezes. You guys should leave fluffily. Oh, it's Trinity, or should I call you by your Matrix Happer name, <laughs> Silver Lemon? Why don't you get why don't you get me and my boy Neo Anderson here a nice warm porn star martini <laughs> or have a catch up? Oh, a warm one. And so Trinity, Neo, and Agent Smith all sat around Safeway, remembering the good times. They laughed until the night fell. Until Morpheus showed up. At- until Morpheus showed up from his job at the Carphone Warehouse <laughs> and, gave, and gave them all three, all three of them words of wisdom. That's the way it goes. No bullshit. 
Don't eat yellow snow. <laughs> the end. And that is a world exclusive of the new, one of the scenes from the new Matrix, uh, the new Matrix film. Um, totally legitimate. Uh, thank you very much, Warner Brothers, for letting us uh, have that script. It's very uh, Do nice of you. Do you think that I can send that to Steve as my audition reel for Carousel 3? Sure. Oh, feel free. You, you played the part okay. well. Uh, I saw the emotion in your voice and eyes. Um, I, was, I was very professional until you... Put in the line, you guys should leave Fluffy. Then <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> um, but that's... Mad that's Libs with Dan. Matri- yeah. That's my, mat- <laughs> that's my Matrix feature, everyone. I didn't know if it would work, but there you go. Yeah. I personally can't wait to see the rest of it. Yeah. Mm. I want to watch it now. Script. Yeah. I want to watch yeah. that movie. I don't yeah. ever want to try a warm porn star martini. A warm porn summer on TV doesn't sound appetizing, but I would like to see a platypus jogging. Definitely. Yeah. Me nice. too. Our film out of the hat this week is, uh, is Andy's choice. It's Andy's and fu- fault. <laughs> I don't know what the fucking say. <laughs> uh, we watched uh, Bubba Hotep, which is a 2000 and... Man, 2002? Imagine making this film in 2002. No, 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 no. Imagine making this film. Full stop. Well, you already know her thoughts already from that sentence. But um, 2002 film starring Bruce Campbell as Elvis. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And um, before we get into it, Andy, you didn't see this film, right? You you just put it in because you found it, the concept of it interesting. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. I've started putting things in the hat that I just want to see. It gives me an excuse to watch something that I actually (laughs) have some vague interest in. And I'll be honest, I'm not disappointed. This film starts off in a care home of sorts that's really like fucking, what's the word, damp, rusty, fucking yeah, really grim. bad. It's not very nice. Grim. Very, very, they need, the walls need painting. You need to fucking swap those beds out for like proper non-rusted I believe methods. it was filmed in an abandoned hospital. Was it really? Okay. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. We see at the very start of the film an old lady seeing some sort of guy <laughs> in the middle of a room, pretty much. And it's kind of a shadowy figure a little bit. And the film kind of starts off with what seems to be like a horror film throughout. I mean, it's kind of like a horror comedy, I I guess, throughout this entire film itself. But mm. it starts off with a little bit of horror vibes as an old lady sees a, sees a man dressed like a, like a cow doy. Cowboy. Um, Sort of. Which makes no fucking sense why he's dressed as a fucking cowboy. Shit's going on in this elderly, in this uh, care home, and we don't know why. But we will get to that soon because this film is very short. <laughs> There's like, not much it's not going on. It? It's it felt really quick. I've got to be honest. Yeah. So we're at the shade uh, the shady rest retirement home in East Texas, and we meet an elderly man in a bed who looks like he's got the hair of Elvis. And the glasses. And the glasses. He looks like the dad in Teen Wolf. No idea what that means. Oh, he's got the big hair and the big mutton chops. Someone will get that reference. It's here where we meet Bruce Campbell playing Elvis. And uh, if there's anything I do want to say, Bruce Campbell is fantastic as Elvis. That's all I want to say. He's incredible. Yeah. He's He's genuinely incredible. 
he fits the role pretty well as yeah. as, a, as Elvis. I guess. <laughs> this, this film is going to be weird. <laughs> it's already weird. He is in a bed. He seems to be kind of bedridden a little bit. Kind of stays in bed throughout a long period of this film. Yeah. Like a lot of this film is, it's very slow. It's a slow. It's a slow burner. It is a slow burner. Which is probably why Penn didn't like it. Because obviously, unless there's some sort of fucking horror gore happening in the first five minutes, she's generally out on every Just nothing. I'm not. Just nothing happened for at least half the movie. What we learn at some point, and I'm going to fast forward a little bit, is that uh, the staff know him as Sebastian Huff. Uh, they don't, he thinks, they believe he's just dressing up as Elvis and all this kind of stuff. And he's not really the real Elvis Presley because the real Elvis Presley died, of course. Um, but at some point he explains, and he explains that he, in the 1970s, he grew tired of demands of fame and he switched places with a guy called Sebastian Half, who was an Elvis impersonator. He goes mm-hmm. to see him. They go into a room. He had his bodyguards with him. The bodyguards then go into the room. It was just Elvis and this impersonator. And when it came out, it looked like Elvis just came out. When in actual fact, the impersonator came out dressed as Elvis. And real Elvis stayed in the room pretending to be Sebastian. That's how he switched places so that no one would yeah. realize that would happen. Elvis talks about his dick a lot in this movie. He does. He thinks he's... Well, he's, well, he thinks he's... It's a growth or a cancer. I can't remember what he, he said. He tells exactly everyone about, about how he's got a growth on the end of his dick. Like growth. anyone that yeah. will listen. The whole first five minutes is him telling a story about <laughs> his, his dick. His dick, yes. Yeah. Well, he also says that the only thing that he can think about, because he's not doing anything, the only thing that he thinks about is food, sex, and shitting. The three needs. Then love. Yeah, pretty much. Very much, Feed, yeah. shit. Yeah, that's fair. Vagina. <laughs> Dan's covering his mouth like he's never heard the word vagina before. He's like, ooh. I've never heard him say vagina. <laughs> really? I don't believe that for a second. Would you prefer I said cunt instead? Is that better? No. Oh, come <laughs> on. Anyway, we as the audience know, when Elvis died, it was actually Sebastian who died. Oh, and the real Elvis... <laughs> Ended up still being Elvis in a way because he was an impersonator and he was just kind of just, but he didn't have, he didn't have the fame. He wasn't the real Elvis. He was just like the fact that he could still be himself, but. And still get vagina. And still Mm. get vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Pretending to be himself. He enjoyed that life of like pretending to be like an impersonator of himself, which is kind of strange, but either way. A propane explosion happens in his uh, in a trailer park where it had the documentation, uh, which was the only proof that uh, kind of gave that he actually existed or he was actually Elvis in a way. So yeah, when that happened, then he couldn't he wasn't able to prove that he was actually the real Elvis. Yeah, this and, is in a flashback, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, when he was on stage, he fell off the <laughs> stage and he went into a coma and he hurt his hip. Yeah, he did like a he did an Elvis kick, hurt his hip, yes. and fell off the stage and went into a coma because it got infected. Weirdly, there's no Elvis songs in this. <laughs> they probably ah, couldn't afford one. them. They couldn't afford it. It would have taken up half the budget just for one song, so they didn't use yeah. any. 
Budget was one million as well, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, and it made one point two. I mean, can you use his likeness? That's the only thing I was thinking of. Was like using the likeness. Of... Yeah, because he doesn't really look like him. But he does. That's he looks the, like I don't old know Elvis and Elvis. I don't know the old. laws of it, but you know, like he's got the voice. He says he's Elvis Presley. He's talking about his daughter. You know, he never names his daughter. No, but he says Priscilla. It does yeah, say Priscilla, Priscilla, but he never says whatever her name is. Lisa Marie. Mm-hmm. There's also footage on... He's watching an old TV set at one point later on, and there's footage yeah. of Elvis, but that's not actually real Elvis. It's impersonators. All that happens, and 20 years later, here we are, where he's in a bed, and uh, he has a bad hip, and he can't move around a lot. And his penis doesn't... It has a growth on it, and it doesn't work, because we hear about his penis that, a lot. He, he, well, it doesn't work when at this his, point. When his... Um, when his roommate's daughter bends over in front of him and he gets a good look at uh, a bird's eye view of her love nest, it twitches like a dying pigeon. Yeah, that's not a lot. It like flutters. Which is reassuring. He says it re- it's reassuring. When I get to that age, <laughs> I Don't hope worry. it's still moving. <laughs> we'll put you down if that's the case. I'm not oh, going to make well, it to that you. age in fairness. So. Oh, fair enough. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's nice to know I'll be... Dead. <laughs> he did an Elvis thing without realizing. Yeah. Yeah. So twenty years later, he's uh, stuck in this uh, care home, essentially, uh, and he contemplates his age, his dignity, his penis, his penis. So much contemplating. I, I think around this bit, there, there was a bit with uh, a dinner table scene, and this is uh, Andy didn't listen to my voice notes from last night when I was watching this. No, I didn't. But the biggest chuckle I had, <laughs> the biggest chuckle I had from this film was the cowboy at the dinner table with the guns <laughs> and he's going like I'll shoot <laughs> and it just reminded me of cowboy and I just was like oh my god and that th- like I don't understand why he's doing it and uh, there's also that connection with the actual where we'll come in later with the mummy of that mummy dressed up in that kind of cowboy attire yeah, yeah. as well and yeah. this character uh, what was his name uh, Kimasabi that's yeah. even his name is Well, he's, he thinks he's the Lone Ranger, doesn't he? Yeah, That's why he's calling everyone Kimasabi. This is also a bit strange. And this also is like, I, I don't... This is where the film kind of got really confusing to me. He has a friend. Or his only friend. Yeah. Jack. His name is Jack. Yeah. Now, Jack has a lot of uh, President Kennedy, John F. Kennedy uh, stuff in his room. So... Just like Elvis, in a way, he faked his death or his he didn't actually die. He was kind of swapped around. And then he, the guy, he's black. He thinks he's he thinks he was Kennedy. He thinks he was Kennedy. They he shot him. He thinks he was Kennedy. They yeah. filled they his brain with him. sand and they yeah. dyed him black. They dyed yeah. him black. Okay, Fine. <laughs> strange but Fine. okay but the weird part of this is you've got elvis who's acting like elvis and then he's not acting like john f kennedy he's wearing the shirts he's wearing like the suit and tie and stuff but i was expecting him to be like maybe he'd be impersonating john f kennedy a little bit more or something no, I don't know. he's and just a just sad like, old man with like alzheimer's it's very sad that's, no he's that's not he's, he's the real jfk he's not black. of course he is no, think about it Think about Get it. out. His brain's not made of sand. He didn't say his whole brain was made of sand. He said they put a little bag in where he was shot. There's the scar on his brain, on his skull, that you can Makes see. Sense. They yeah. popped this 
but sandbagging there. But also, <laughs> if he goes around claiming to be JFK and they go, but you're black, and he says, well, they dyed my skin, they're going to go, you're fucking mental, mate. It's the perfect ruse. Fucking Linda B. Johnson, he's a snaky boy, and that's exactly what he's done to JFK. He knew that he was going to be a, 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 a hero president, so he copped him off and then dyed the colour of his skin so people would be like, this guy's a maniac, when actually, I fully believe he is the real JFK. I'm not entertaining this for a second. The take I got from it is more of a sad take, like Penny what described. It's like, I think... Because that's what it is. He's not. I think he's not, and it's just a case of he thinks he is, and it's yeah. just a sad you know, realization that he thinks is like, it could be, but I, I think it could be the same with Elvis. Maybe he, he thinks he is the real Elvis when in actual fact he's not. I think there's more of a sad undertone throughout the entire film, especially. That's why Andy likes like, it because it was bleak. It is bleak. It is it's kind of bleak. bleak. It's, it's not that oh, bleak. it is. It's uplifting. It is it's an uplifting story. It's an uplifting, like, last few days for these guys kind of thing. Like, their last adventure, <laughs> John F. Kennedy and Elvis together once again, <laughs> solving adventures on the fucking <laughs> camera. Fighting mummies as they do. Fighting mummies. It's like an episode of Scooby-Doo. It's literally like an episode of Scooby-Doo, this fucking thing. But either way. They basically find out that there's a, there's a mummy going around, and this <laughs> happens... When uh, Kimosabi, uh, especially, <laughs> grabs his gun. I laughed at this bit as well. Grabs his gun and goes, asshole, asshole. Starts trying to shoot the mummy with his fake toy guns. And then mm. he collapses on the floor and dies oh. of a heart attack. Did we like the fight between Elvis yes. and the Scarab Beetle where he was like <laughs> trying to karate kick it? <laughs> he catches it in a bedpan, takes the pan off the wall and goes, where the fuck is the bug? And then the bug is in the inside and swings it before stabbing him with a fork and putting him in a fan and electrocuting them both. There's also another bit with his penis and the nurse. He manages to maintain an erection. And the reason yeah, is... Oh, good, he's, he's no, got a boner. He's no longer <laughs> thinking about just lying in bed. He's got something to live for and strive for. Purpose. He's got a mission to work out what this mummy is and to tackle it with JFK. First of all, it's just bugs. Like, there was a bug, a scarab beetle, and it bit an old lady's finger off. Mm. Then Elvis sees the bug and he fights it. And then they're in the toilet and there's <laughs> writing on the toilet wall in yeah, hieroglyphics. In, in hieroglyphics um. And they work out that there's a mummy around <laughs> because he was in the toilet and he thought he fucking Cleopatra does the nasty. Yeah, yeah. We we got to learn that there is there is a mummy there, and it's it seems to be taking the souls of old people because they've got they're just sat in beds, I guess, and they're easy to get to. This mummy seems to only appear. That's what I would do, to be fair. Sure, it only appears at night. It seems like Um, there's also like a sad, uh, not sad story, a side story which. I don't again it's one of these things in this film I'm like what's going on there's the guys who are like every time someone dies they're removing the bodies oh, these two yeah. guys moving the I think they're just comic relief oh is that what they were supposed yeah, to be yeah there's even sound effects when they drop the bodies as like, like, like yeah they're just there to, to help break it up do they also talk about sucking souls out of your butthole yeah that's how he sucks they, the souls out through the arsehole <laughs> except the very last one Andy picked this film <laughs> I've seen it once. I've seen it twice and I still don't know what's going on. Elvis and Jack, uh, they have to come up with a plan to face off against this ancient Egyptian mummy. 
they kind of lie about what they think is going on to the rest of the residents because they want to kind of scare them and they're just going to come up with the plan themselves and they're going to take mm-hmm. the mummy on. Elvis ends up going to a bank where a river is. Riverbank, maybe, if you shall call it. <laughs> where bridges. <laughs> I get my words mixed up a lot. Uh, because he saw it in the vision. And the vision was there was a bridge and there was water and there was also this uh, kind of weird sacrifice Egyptian thing going on with, uh, with some ladies with with their boobs out and uh, someone getting their eye out nose i couldn't tell what it was getting they're taking the brain out through the nose that's what they used to do ah okay there we go so he goes to the river and he finds a number plate in (laughs) just right there (laughs) and it's so funny because he just goes i need (laughs) he just goes what's that over there (laughs) he looks down and it's right there there it is there it is, the long lost fucking... <laughs> Either way, it's, it's, it did make me laugh. I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of silly things in this, and I get it, and it's, it is a silly film, but like, it's... You don't, the, you don't know whether to laugh because it's so I knew not to laugh. silly or like, it's, it's bad, very dry. Silly, but it's dry, it's, yeah. It's very dry. The bus yes. is, in the, is in the river because it was um, taken by thieves during a, a museum tour with the mummy. Yes. The mummy was on a museum tour, essentially, and it sure. veered off of the bridge uh, during a storm, and that's why it's in the river. Bubba Hotep is dubbed by Elvis. He's some sort of uh, Bubba Hotep or something. Can't do Elvis mm. impersonation. I tried. Well, I can bad, do karaoke. Venice. I've definitely had worse impressions. Yeah. I can do karaoke Elvis, but I can't do uh, just normal speaking Elvis either way. There's not, I mean, there's the, they go investigate. There's not much because they go investigating. Jack and Elvis use a. Uh, a wheelchair and they uh, 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 Jack used a wheelchair Elvis used a walker to get around so even they're moving really slow <laughs> to get yeah. around the place they're old yeah I know <laughs> but it doesn't mean that it's gonna I don't know the I don't whole know film is using a walker it was so slow yes that's a very good way but yeah the, even the film is using a walker yes so um, they come up with a plan to destroy the mummy uh, destruction of the mummy would release the trapped souls of the inhabitants and they will go to their final resting place because their souls will be released and they would still have their souls at least and they want to get rid of this mummy so they can release the souls. They do their little like, we're going to go fight a mummy um, and Elvis is wearing his white Elvis suit. It's mm. not right that they yeah. let him oh, keep yes. that. Um, yeah. JFK's in his uh, classic suit. Dark grey suit, red tie. Yeah. And then I've just got Mommy versus Elvis. So he may continue. That's how, that's how you know it's the real JFK. Why? By his suit. The suit and the tie combination. Granted, similar to Trump, but Trump had a blue suit. So if I wear a blue suit, am I am I Kennedy? No. Why? Not at all. Because we know you're not Kennedy, whereas he is Kennedy. You don't know. He's not. Jack and Elvis battle the mummy in the middle of the night. Uh, they get some uh, really flamethrower. It's really slow. They get some flavor, st- liquid and stuff. Because they're going to set them on fire, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's how they're going to gonna release the souls, by setting them alight. When they go out at night, Jack is unfortunately knocked out of his wheelchair by the mummy. And he's about to have his soul. Soot. Gives him a little smooch. Give him a little smooch. Which is why I asked if they suck the souls out of the bumhole, because he doesn't suck it out of Jack's bumhole. Well, he might have just been, you know, opening with foreplay. Maybe. You never know. I don't. That's why I asked. There's a there's a part like a couple of minutes before where they're trying to get the attention of the mummy or like wait for the mummy to come out of the the lake 
and Jack has fallen asleep in his chair. So the mummy heads towards Elvis and Elvis starts like doing his karate moves at him, throws a high kick and snaps his hip. (laughs) Same joke twice. Oh, it is good. It isn't. Yes, Jack is knocked out of his wheelchair by the mummy. Uh, get about to get have his soul sucked. Uh, Elvis then commandeers the wheelchair and crashes into the money mummy to save Jack, but damages the flamethrower and suffers a large gash on his abdomen. He has a little moment with Jack, who is about to die. He's the president is about to die, and Elvis gives him a salute. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mr. President. Yep. As John F. Kennedy dies officially. Yep. <laughs> this is such an Andy film. <laughs> Elvis becomes uh, committed to getting rid of the mummy. He does it with gasoline. And then he says this uh, ritual that Jack came up with, some witchcraft. He thing said he found he it in a in. book. In a yeah, book. Yeah, he found yes. it in a book and had it translated. He went to the library and had it translated. <laughs> Sure. Okay. And he got and mugged he said, off. <laughs> and he got mugged off. Uh, and he says something, and he's like, "Well, this is bullshit. Doesn't even fucking rhyme." And all this kind of stuff. Mummy gets up. He's still alive. Oh shit! Mummy ends up knocking Elvis down to, uh, down the riverbank. Uh, Elvis is now very badly injured uh, from the gash, and he's got broken ribs. There's like a I don't even know what it was next to him. It's like a green. Is it gasoline? It looked greeny to me. Green gasoline that is like pumping. Next yeah, to they, and stuff. So they had um, uh, one of the pesticide sprays that you, you pressurize by pumping uh, it, and they filled yeah. it with petrol. And so right. that's what they've been using as the flamethrower. Yeah. Uh, and he pulls the stump out, which releases all of it. He doesn't do it on purpose, I don't think, but all of the, mm. pe- the remaining fuel f- sort of soaks into the mummy, and he sets them alight, thus killing him. Remember when we when I came to see you and we played... 1980 something's atmosphere hmm. remember the graphics in that <laughs> yeah sure yeah there was some very atmospheric graphics in this uh i don't know whether it was it's a low budget film give it give him a chance i don't know if there there were there was were the i don't know graphics? if it was there was some bits oh i that, know what that, she's I talking about i think there was about. a bit before but definitely afterwards yeah. there was a bunch of hieroglyphics in the sky yeah there was a bunch of like hieroglyphic graphics that were there was also mm. a translation yes with things coming on the screen i think it was yeah. symbols and then it translated to yeah, yeah so the mummy was 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 talking to elvis in hieroglyphics. And the, tran- the hieroglyphs were coming up on the screen he said he hopes he chokes on dog dick or something and the hieroglyphics yes. are like a dog and a dick and <laughs> other things it's like this it's subtle i'm surprised like i, I understand why neither of you appreciate it i'm surprised by dan i haven't said anything Um, i'm just talking about the film so yeah mummy dead in the river still floating on fire cool little Mm -hmm. shot and uh elvis is pretty much about to die he contemplates about how he does not fear death as he still has his soul and when he killed the mummy a bunch of souls got released into the air so his mission for the last 45 minutes (laughs) That's been completed of saving everyone at the retirement home. As he reflects upon this, the stars line into a message for Elvis saying, all is well. It's a bit like the Lion King, wasn't it? With a dying, thank you. Thank you very much, signature uh, line. And he passes away. 
and the film just ends. I think the all is well, like the way the stars move, I think that is the souls that have been released by sure. the mummy. Yeah. I think that's what No, happens. it was Mufasa. I was incredibly bored by this point. I was trying to make it Okay, into okay. Let's let's that's get to opinions. I'm sure there's going to be varying different opinions. Um, Penny? This film is stupid. I hate this film. I saw this film before. It was boring. Nothing happened. Zero out of ten. Now, I know you're angry. Do we allow... <laughs> I know this is the second... I'm only saying this because this is the second time Penn's picked a zero. Do we allow yeah. zeros or should it be one to ten? No. no. We allow zeros. I'm going to remember this for the next time we have some wanky horror film. No, 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 no. No, this I'm being plot. honest. I'm no. not doing it just because you picked it. So you're saying the there's first... no redeeming things about this I at all? I got... N- no, I'm saying I got nothing out of this film at all. I didn't laugh. I was bored. I, I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was pointless. I'm just I happy didn't. it's better than Drive. <laughs> you have given points before because of the use of like one song or yeah, and there was nothing in, in this. Half, so not even Bruce Campbell can no. say this. He was uh, genuinely fantastic. No, I didn't get anything. I, I got no entertainment from this whatsoever. Wow. Like I couldn't, I couldn't find anything. I can't, what was the, the other zero was Crash, right? The other zero was Crash. I got nothing out of Crash either. I got no, personally, I got no entertainment value out of it. Okay. Dan and I did discuss whether I would wa- rather watch this or Drive and I actually, all Crash in the end. And I actually, I didn't really get anything about Drive out of drive either but it Should was we very... go back and change your score to a zero there as no, well no if you let me finish the sentence i didn't really get anything out of drive either but it was very stylized and i did like the music so it did get some points i got fuck all out of this i'm afraid personally hey it's a zero firm out of the hat is is our opinions and opinions should be respected and it's what how we i'm not feel saying don't watch not... it to anyone no 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 i understand it's how we feel and we have our own say and we're very different opinions and that is something we agree on and if penny wants to give it a zero that's absolutely fine thank you dan i'm worried he's gonna just be like next time he's just gonna be like horror movie zero. Oh yeah you're pretty you're pretty bang on there yeah andy what do you think of the film <laughs> zero shit <laughs> got nothing out of it mate uh i i understand why penn didn't like this because it's oh now you understand it's his, hey, 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 it's his time to speak. <laughs> I love that I'm the moderator when I'm usually the one that pisses off someone else. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, it's, I understand why Penn doesn't like it because it is slow and it's very dry and it's, it's not a film where a lot of things happen. It's a slow burner. Mm-hmm. But there are things that happen in the backgrounds that, or like the jokes are, dry and witty enough to be entertaining cat and i watched it and pretty much loved the whole way through i think bruce campbell was fantastic he was Mm -hmm. genuinely like believable as both real elvis and fake sebastian (laughs) when he played both in the same scene sure yes I think it was, I think it's an undercover gem. Like, I can understand why it's a cult favourite. I can understand why it's got a 7 out of 10 on IMDb. And I can understand why it's got a 78 score on Rotten Tomatoes, not a zero. But, but it's, um, it's an acquired taste. So I've got no issue with people not being into it. I, however, have given it a 7. I feel pressure now. Who do I side (laughs) with? 
Fucking hell. This no, it's your opinion. <laughs> no, but I, 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 I honestly, this is not just because of what you guys said. I honestly am very back and forth with this film. There are times when it was like, I, I was very confused. I was very confused to like, I understand it's a slow paced film, mm. but it, it can be slow paced and have a little bit of interest. I think the mummy thing is fucking weird. I, I think like having just that, that like it, it just takes place. I know it's a low budget film. And I don't want to criticize. Low well, it's, budget film. it's based on a book as well. Okay. Well, great but not everything has to be a film not every book has to be a film is what i'm trying to say i don't it is i'm just saying what is based off what the source material is it's based off a novella i get why this would have a cult following and it does have cult following kind of all over it but i think there's like a this there's a something missing from it being like a good cult following kind of film like a like a hidden gem i think it's like it's it's got it's interesting because it's like really original it's like very very fucking strange and weird and different and it's like not like anything i've kind of seen before and it's like odd i I kind of enjoyed that parts like there's parts i enjoyed and there's parts that were funny and there are parts that were like i i found the start of it quite interesting i think towards second half and all that kind of stuff was a bit not as exciting when they're trying to chase down the mummy and all that kind of stuff but i enjoyed like his backstory and him explaining how he became yeah where where he is and all this kind of stuff and how he ended up in home and like Mm -hmm. just kind of looking back on his life and kind of stuff i enjoyed that kind of part of it bruce gamble is fantastic he's really really good in this um he is really really good i don't know if i like it that's where i'm at with it i don't know if i like i think i i think i like it a little but not a lot i'm very down the middle with it so I'm gonna give so it seven a, out of ten. So seven. <laughs> I'm gonna give it. If I could give it five point five, I would, but I'm not because we don't do point fives here on this show. No. Nope. I'm gonna give it a five. I'm very split with it. I I don't yeah. know if I think I weirdly would have to watch it again. <laughs> oh, it's I, a film I would definitely watch again. Like it, it's just silly. It like is it, silly, silly yeah. concept and silly delivery, and I think that's why it works in its favor. But. It, if you don't take it too seriously, I think you can find enjoyment out of it. I'm just trying to find what the, what the sequel was going to be called, because I told Dan this last night and I can't. It's a vampire it, something. Uh, Baba Nosferatu, I think. Yeah. So they were going to make a sequel and then they obviously got cancelled or it, it wasn't going to happen at some point. I think they're still trying to make it, but it's just never been done. Oh. Bruce Campbell's probably too old to do it now. So that was uh, Baba Hotep. <laughs> An interesting film. Various opinions on it, but it is a film after all, and we have watched said film. It probably didn't hmm. help that I'd already seen it, and I already didn't like it. So well, that was the issue with Crash as well, wasn't it? You'd already seen it and made your mind up. Yeah, so, that, so that's why they both got zero. Well, that's it. I just I didn't get. I don't remember getting anything out of them the first time either. But maybe I would have gone. Oh well, Crash was the cinematography was nice, or the mummy's cowboy hat was good. <laughs> But I just, I had, I had nothing out of it. I found it. Yeah. Sorry. Not trying to be awkward. You, you, don't, you don't need to apologize. It's your opinion. It's wrong, but it's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So guys, this is our final film of the hat. Well, not this one. The next one I'm about to pull out is our final film out of the hat. Is it bad? I hope it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's How one of gonna... the two good ones I put in. 
we have done a grand total of, I think it's 20, it's somewhere, it's it's a high 20, thir- low 30 Matt film. We'll, we'll probably, we'll find out at one point. We've done 52 to, uh, 42 total. In what episode in are we on? In one year? No, in 73 episodes. We've done oh, 19 okay, since the Christmas special. Oh, okay, year. Jesus Christ, I was thinking Because we hell. switched to every other week, didn't we? <sighs> We did. Yeah. Oh yes, now I remember. Um, so yeah, this much. is. It was just too much. Um, this is going to be a final one. Um, we are still going to do podcasts after in two weeks' time. Obviously, we'll have come out of the hat, but we'll still do podcasts after. They'll be a bit special, and we'll announce something during that time as well that we're going to do mm. that we've been discussing. Um, but don't worry, we're still going to be here throughout Christmas. And, and December and we'll still have your best bits and we'll still have our Christmas special and all that kind of stuff so don't worry the Christmas special going back to us talking about how we hate Christmas and Christmas trees so it's going to be really festive yes indeed <laughs> I can't wait I can't wait for a non-Christmas special that's true we should call it a non-Christmas special fuck it either way yeah. uh, let's find out for one last time in 2021 or film like that It's an Andy film. Zero. <laughs> Stop being a prick. Who are you, Dan? I, I'm intrigued to... I, I've heard of this film. Oh. I think this is not... I don't know if it's a... I don't think it's a bad one. I think this is genuinely a good one, I think. But Andy's face will tell me when I say the <laughs> title. I'm keeping an eye on his face and the title of the film. For one final time, we are watching, this year, Legends of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahuli, which is an animated film about owls. That could be fun. Is it one that Uh, you haven't seen that you want to see? I have seen it. Directed by Zack Snyder. (laughs) Oh. Wasn't expecting that. Uh, Sorin, a young owl, is kidnapped by the evil owls of Satan. Legolas, I don't know what it says, and want to turn him into a soldier. He escapes with some of his friends and warns the mythical guardians about their evil plan. What a lovely Christmas film you brought us. That out sounds of good, hat, Andy. You're welcome. Is it? Yeah. Is it legit? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> is it good or is it Legends of the Titanic? Why did you put this in? Kind of. I'm uh, I watched it maybe ten years ago. It's about owls. Yeah, and it's got um, Hugo Weaving in it. Oh. oh, Hugo Weaving. He's the mm. he's the V for Vendetta Man, isn't he? Yes. Any particular reason why you like owls? I thought you both might appreciate it. I'm trying to suss you yeah. out. What the f- why did you do appreciate this? it? He likes an animated film, though, doesn't he? He likes a nice one. He's got the fantastic Mr. Fox poster behind him. He likes that sort of stuff. I mean, I so did I- also put in the Emoji Movie. And- <laughs> it's fair. Yes. Yes, he did. Yes. Which I liked more than crash and stop it this. crash is okay i agree with andy it's okay i kind of gone with him and said you know what it's not a bad film it's kind it's of it's fine you two can be the movie critics and i will just go with my wonky gut you can be the tmz and we can be the guardian <laughs> the guardian yeah yeah yes it does feel like that sometimes doesn't it? only sometimes <laughs> right legend of the guardians the owls of gahuli i don't even know how to pronounce that right gahuli gahuli 
Hang on. Um, Legends of the... I'm writing it down. For fuck's sake. Guardians, Legends of Gahul, which is a 2010 film, PG. So, no sex. <laughs> Good. Or is there? Or is there? <laughs> I don't want to see our sex, thank you. <clears throat> this is another film based off a book. Okay. But not cool. all books should be films, apparently. Penny. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Unusual Suspects Pod and on Twitter at Unusual Podspect. I am at Penny underscore photo pit. At Dan Talks a Lot. At Joyce's 21. And we shall see you for episode 74 in a week's time. So I was just counting. Five of the films that I've had this year were books. I was going to say, did you finish Crash or did Milo get in oh, the way? Oh, yeah. Did you finish um, it? No, I had a child and he got in the way. You could read it to it. Don't read it to him. Never I'm mind. I'm about four pages on from the extract that I read. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it's in the office, so I could read it, but I'm too busy working or, you know, not sleeping and looking after a child. Yeah. And you can't, you can't or, read it to him. Yeah. Or watching films that deserve a zero, you know. I don't know why you're so butthurt about it. Careful. Oh, it's fine. Your soul we gets sucked out of there. Opinions. It's fine. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>